Google Analytics 4. When I say that, does that excite you? Does it frustrate you? Are you confused? Well, Google Analytics is at the core of understanding the efforts of our modern digital marketing. And today we have a special guest who's going to help guide you into this transition into Google Analytics 4 to help you get the most out of it on this next episode of the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. Digital, social media, content influencer, marketing, blogging, podcasting, vlogging, TikToking, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SEO, SEM, PPC, email marketing. Whew. There's a lot to cover. Whether you're a marketing professional, entrepreneur, or business owner, you need someone you can rely on for expert advice. Good thing you've got Neil on your side. Because Neil Schaefer is your, your digital, digital marketing, marketing coach. coach. Helping you grow your business with digital first marketing, one episode at a time. This is your digital marketing coach, and this is Neil Schaefer. Hey, everybody. Neil Schaefer here, your digital marketing coach, and welcome to my podcast. You might be listening to this for the first time. Maybe you did a search for Google Analytics. I am a digital slash content slash influencer slash social media marketing consultant, author, speaker. Half of these podcast episodes are interviews, and I do my best to really find experts to bring to you. I'm going to tell you the story of how I found today's guest in a moment, but half of the episodes are interviews. And half of them are solo episodes or based on my work with clients and speaking and all the other things I do, just trying to give you insightful advice to give you positive ROI every episode at a time. And I also want to take a moment, if you are a longtime listener subscriber, I'd really appreciate just a quick five-star review if you think it's worthy of five-star or four-star, three-star, but just to get your feedback on uh, any review app for podcasts, it would mean the world to me, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to this podcast. I also want to introduce myself to say that recently I have gotten a lot of emails from podcast listeners wanting help with their marketing. And I don't like to really pitch a lot of what I do on this podcast. I really want to educate, inform inspire you, right? And if you end up working with me, that's awesome. If not, well, by inspiring you, I paid it forward. But I do want to say that I currently work, and now I can say three different ways in which I currently work with businesses and people. The first way is a group mastermind, a group coaching community that I think is a bona fide mastermind community because of all the experts we have in there. It is capped at 15 members. We are at full membership right now, but if you go to neilshafer.com slash membership, you can sign up for the waiting list. We meet four times a month over Zoom. We have a Slack community. I also provide every quarter a private 30-minute one-on-one consultation. Whenever I have special discounts, special offers, uh, everything goes into that community first. So if you'd like a little bit of help and you like understanding and listening to issues that other similar marketers and entrepreneurs and uh, and digital business owners have, I think you'll really get a lot out of our community. It's go to neilshafer.com slash membership for that. If you want to take a course, I have started delivering digital courses, live cohort-based courses where you join the course live 
together with other students. I just finished my first cohort, and based on that success, I'm happy to announce my second cohort of my Create an Influencer Marketing Strategy in two weeks. It used to be one week, but the feedback I got was to give uh, the students a little bit more breathing time. I added an extra office hour, and I think that if you have yet to take me up on this course, that you're going to get a lot out of it. Go to neilshafer.com slash maven2, because it's the second cohort, and you'll see the information. It starts on January 9th. Right now, I only have one course on Influencer Marketing Strategy based on feedback from my newsletter readers. I am going to be developing my second course on creating an SEO-optimized library of content to generate more website traffic. So if that's something that interests you, make sure you go to neilshafer.com and you sign up on one of those widgets uh, and you will get informed when that course launches in February or March of next year. The third and final way in which I work with businesses and professionals is through my fractional CMO. This is marketing consulting, where we meet for a certain uh, number of hours per month. It's based on a multi-month contract. And yes, it is based on the thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars uh, over the course of time. So if you are in need of a marketing expert, but you don't want to hire someone full-time, I think, or you just want someone to help you with a certain strategic initiative over a short period of time, I think that that investment makes a lot of sense and I'd love to help you out. For more information on that, go to neilshafer.com slash CMO. Dang, that was the biggest intro I've ever done before getting to today's interview, which I want to get to. So I was at Content Marketing World and I explained this at the beginning of the interview as well, but you know, there's a lot of sessions on content marketing at Content Marketing World. This is my first time going but every hour seemed to have like eight or 10 or 12 different sessions that competed with each other. So it was really hard finding one uh, to choose from at every hour, every hour and a half session. When I saw there was one on Google Analytics 4, I have fractional CMO clients that are on Shopify and the Shopify Google Analytics 4 integration is not yet complete. So these clients really worry about Google Analytics 4 and I thought, you know, at a minimum for them, but also for myself, I need to know what is going to happen with Google Analytics 4. It is transitioning over July 1st, 2023. And lo and behold, there was one session on Google Analytics 4, and it was presented by today's guest, Chris Cheatham West. And it was literally standing room only. It was packed. Uh, I had to stand in the back of other people, of rows of people standing in front of me. Um, so after he presented, it was an excellent presentation, really dumbed it down and gave actionable advice and made us all, I think, in the room excited about Google Analytics 4, I thought I have to have Chris on this podcast. So I reached out to him. He said yes. And here we are. So without further ado, and Chris Cheatham West is more than just a Google Analytics expert. I think you're really going to get a lot out of this episode above and beyond Google Analytics. But let's get to the interview and uh, welcome. Well, join me in welcoming Chris Cheatham West to the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. You're listening to Your Digital Marketing Coach. This is Neil Schaefer. Chris Cheatham West, welcome to the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. Thanks for having me. Chris, it's so awesome having you. Um, for those that don't know, Chris was a speaker at Content Marketing World. And he did, there's a lot of people who say, you know, standing room only, but when he spoke about Google Analytics 4, it really was standing room only because I was one of the ones standing in the back who couldn't get a seat. Um, 
you know, you, maybe the organizers thought, you know, content marketing world, it's more about like the content. And, you know, there was only one Google Analytics session, which was Chris's. But I love the way that you presented the information. I think you you left a lot of people felt, you know, feel a lot more comfortable about Google Analytics for at least myself as well. Um, but before we get, before we dig a little bit deeper into that, I just, you know, want to know more about you. I know that you've done a lot in, you know, working at Google, uh, President of American Marketing Association, written a few books along the way. So I'd love to hear, like, how, how did this all get, you know, how'd y'all get started with this? Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, back then I got a degree in marketing. And after I got a degree in marketing, I got a job at Google as a marketing specialist. And so I was part of a team that would go across the country and train small business owners on how to be effective online. And so back then, every small business owner pretty much thought that you had to pay $10,000 to get a website. And so the team was created just to tell all these businesses that, yeah, you can get online at no cost or low cost. So that's like Google Places, Google Analytics, Google Maps, uh, even when Google Plus was out, right? So even back then, I was, uh, we were out there trying to promote Google Plus. Nice. So all those tools for a business that they can use, and people still use them today. And eventually, that's when I realized that I like presenting and training organizations. And so then I launched my business in 2014. And then since then, we've done a lot of training on Google Analytics, uh, management, and many other topics that help businesses. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, none of you can see this, but... Chris has been smiling this entire interview so far. And when you were on stage, you smiled the entire uh, presentation down. So, you, I mean, you you present very well. And clearly your passion and love for, for you know, teaching and speaking clearly shows. So, so thanks for sharing that. So, you know, I would assume, you know, this is an audience of, of corporate marketers and business owners and entrepreneurs. And I'm assuming that everybody uses Google Analytics. Probably not everybody knows how to use it uh, to the extent that you do. So in talking about Google Analytics 4, I think there's going to be some topics that come out that others might be interested in as well. But, you know, I think for me, a lot of people use Google Analytics probably saw starting July 1st, 2023, you know, your current version of Google Analytics is going away. And I have two clients that both use Shopify as their CMS. And all of a sudden they realize they cannot track sales in Google Analytics 4 yet. And after hearing you speak, I reported back to them saying, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. You know, it, July 1st, still got some way. So um, so some of you might have thought, you know, wow, I, I can't use Google Analytics for what are the alternatives? And I have seen a lot of marketers talk about that. Um, and it definitely is a little bit different than Google Analytics 3. But obviously, there's some upside to it as well, as you uh, talked about. So I guess, you know, why, why don't we start before we talk about Google Analytics 4, you know, let's talk about Google Analytics and how how did you present this to small businesses in terms of this amazing free tool that, that Google provides everybody and, and how they could utilize it? Yeah, so Google Analytics has been part of my presentations, I would say over the past 10 years, whether I'm doing two-day seminars on digital marketing or whether I'm talking about social media. And because it's a free tool and people, after I tell people about the tool and show them screenshots, they're always shocked to find out that it's uh, it's free. And so that's how it kind of started. And then I would say I've been using it for over 10 years as well. So I got certified in, in Google Analytics, the Universal Google Analytics a while back ago. And I just realized how important it is to understand your data. Even right now, like when potential customers go to my website and they reach out, 
I go to Google Analytics and I see what city they're in, what page they go to before they got to the contact us page, and also what page they dropped off at, or even what blog posts they saw for them to find out about my business and services. And so I just realized how important it is. And from there, I started to really dig deep and find, okay, how can we really understand everything about analytics? And what I tell many businesses is that Google Analytics, different types of organizations can use it, different types of teams. So you don't want to overwhelm yourself. You want to figure out how is it important for your specific team? How is it important for your specific business? Because Google Analytics can be for IT teams, just make sure that websites are working correctly. It could be for communication teams, even a public relations. So a public relations organization reached out to me and they said they want to understand how can they use Google Analytics for, for to track their communication, what people are, are looking at more on their website. So it's it's for so many different types of brands and teams. So you want to make sure you think about, okay, what is it that you need or else you get in, uh, you get overwhelmed. And so some clients, they start to want more detail. So that's when I started to learn from beginner level to advanced level, everything that is about Google Analytics. And that's when I realized how powerful it is. And that's why I say I've done three-day seminars only on Google Analytics. And people are always shocked when I say that, but it's like, that's how much is wow. in this tool. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I present it to where whoever I'm talking to, I say, if you're a small business owner, let's say you have a restaurant. Okay, look and see how much traffic is coming from social media, how much traffic is coming from uh, Google, and what pages they're dropping off at so you can know what people are interested in. So, Chris, I'm curious, how often do you look at your own Google Analytics? I'm assuming every day. I look at mine every day, but just out of curiosity. I would say every few days. I listen every few days. And what I tell people, too, is like this feature is not in Google Analytics 4 yet, but just schedule. You know, make sure you have you automate those reports. So create that dashboard and then have it to where you get an email at least every week. So that way you're not frustrated because you forget to look at analytics. <laughs> you know, because like, hey, that, that's that's ideal to look at analytics every day. That's ideal. But as you know, people have different jobs. People are too are too busy. And then a few months pass and like, man, I haven't looked at my analytics. So yeah, definitely schedule that up. But I would say a few few days for me, or when somebody when customers reach out. Right, right. I mean, it's really interesting because I look at, so I look at, I use uh, SEMrush or SEMrush as my search engine ranking tool. So I look at that every day and I look at how I compare to my, these competitors for certain keywords uh, as well as my own ranking. And I also look at my site content and it's really interesting. Over the last three days, I have this blog post on how to get verified on Twitter and it's gone up by several, it by several hundred percent becoming my leading content that gets lots of traffic purely because, you know, with Elon Musk buying Twitter and Twitter blue. So it, to me, looking at that, if you really keep your finger on the pulse of things, uh, you really get to feel what are people, you know, what are people coming to your site for? What interests them? What do you want? What trend might you want to tap into? So that's where I find it. it I mean, obviously you can look at historical data left and right in Google Analytics, but even as a way of looking at what's trending on your site, it's it's really fascinating. So, so awesome. Um, yeah, I'd love to be in one of those three-day workshops someday, my friend. But <laughs> yeah. Until then, we'll have to do this podcast interview in lieu. Yeah. So let's let's start with sort of like the big elephant in the room. So we all have Google Analytics three, which you just talk. You just say Universal Analytics, and I had to like go back into Google Analytics and say, "Am I on Universal Analytics? Is this the current version?" So so anyway, it is the current version. So what are the big differences if you had to summarize between what everybody is used to working on now? 
and what they will be working on in GA4 starting in July 1st of 2023, if not sooner. Oh, sure. Yeah. So like the reason why I did my presentation, how I did at Content Market World, because I realized that even in universal analytics, there's so many aspects of it that people don't currently use. Yeah. So I always recommend people to understand some of these aspects, such as event tracking. So if somebody goes to your website and you have a link that leads to another website outside of your own, your the regular Google Analytics Universal doesn't really track that. You have to create an event. You have to create custom code for Google Analytics to track that. And so same thing when it comes to goals. Uh, goals are when people uh, figure out, hey, how do I track the results of my site? And how do I make sure that we're getting uh, the traffic we need? Then you set a goal within Universal Analytics. You say, every time we reach X amount of visitors a month, hey, we reach that goal. Or every time somebody hits this certain page on my site 10 times, that's a goal. Or every time somebody watches the video for five minutes, that's a goal. So those right there are things that are going to be the focus point in Google Analytics 4. But I feel like you need to understand those concepts you know, before. But yeah, those are made. So for example, uh, let's say uh, a bounce rate. So bounce rate is a pop popular type of thing to look at when it comes to gaining results. So you want to make sure when people come to your site, they're actually staying on your site and they're moving around to different pages of your site. That would equal a good bounce rate. But now it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be called engagement rate. And that's because Google realized that 10 years ago, people were making websites a certain way with multiple pages. But now some websites... Maybe there's only one page on the website. Maybe it's only a landing page. And so it's not fair for somebody to create a landing page that's one page. And then they have all these visitors to go to that page. And then it looks like they have a horrible bounce rate. <laughs> you know, but in reality, it was meant for them just to go to one page and make a purchase. So now engagement rate is going to say, hey, when people come to this page or this website, how long are they staying? What pages are they going to? And then that's going to equal up into an engagement rate. So engage, that's going to be different as well as the events. So now it's going to be a lot easier to have events. So I mentioned how before, in order to track outbound clicks, you have to put in, input different types of code. But now that's automated. So you're going to automatically be able to see if people scroll, if people are clicking outbound links and doing other types of things on your website. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't create your own events because everybody has different websites or part of different industries, but you can still create your own events, but it's going to be a lot more automation in it. That's very cool. So let's, um, let's sort of dissect this a little bit more. So this new definition of engagement rate an engaged viewer, I, I remember content marketing when you gave this formula, they stay on your page for like 15 seconds and they scroll or what, what, what was that formula? Yeah. 10 seconds. So it's a couple of different things like 10 seconds, on your website or they go to a few different pages. So yeah, okay. that's basically, yeah. <laughs> so 10, 10 seconds. And you know, the bounce rate's really interesting because I have a blog that gets a lot of traffic from Google and people are looking for an answer. They find the answer, they leave. I'd like for them to stay. I try to make them stay, but at the end of the day, I have given them what they want and and they are satisfied. So I've never really I've never really looked at bounce rate as being this big, important thing. I like the idea of engagement rate. I have my own thing where... I look at content, if, if it gets a lot of traffic, but people stay less than 15 seconds, that means that something's wrong. If, if you, know, it, you know, I don't know if it's a title or it's, you know, ranking for the wrong keyword, what have you. So I, I really like what Google's doing there. I love 
the uh, automation of events. Can't wait to see that. I'm assuming, though, that uh, goals are still going to be the – you'll still be able to do that, right? But you're just pointing it out in that something that, you know, I, I know I use goals for my lead magnets to understand, you know, where people are coming from, how many conversions I get, what have you. But so everything mm -hmm. in universal analytics that covers goals will still – will the current goals in universal analytics transfer over to GA4 or are we going to have to recreate those? Yeah, so that's a good question because – Goals, there's not, there's not going to be called goals in Google Ads 4. It's going to be called conversions. Okay. All right. So like, so basically, yeah. So basically that's the central thing is like events, conversions, engagement rates. So like now okay. it's going to be even more easily accessible because again, people realize, Google probably realized that, hey, people are using goals or not using it effectively enough, but everybody that has a website most likely have a goal. So now that's going to be more of a central part of Google Ads 4 versus just like a small piece it was in uh, universal analytics. So for example, uh, you can, on pretty much any type of report you're looking at, you can create a conversion, which means goals. So okay. you could say a uh, conversion is uh, whenever somebody goes to the homepage, then they go to the service page, and then they go to the uh, contact us page. That's a conversion. Or whenever somebody uh, comes to your page from Google and they're using the Chrome browser and they're spending five seconds, that's conversion. So and we all have conversions. And we just got to think about what conversions are. And to answer your other question is, and that's that's when it comes down to the migration. So like you can't, you are going to be able to transfer some things like the goals, but you're going to have to just configure them a little bit differently. That's why some companies are saying, hey, we need to migrate. Uh, so right now you have your current analytics. You have five goals. Now you need to format that within Google Analytics 4. So you can't, you're not going to be able to just transfer it. You just have to reformat it to a conversion. So, yeah. And then I'm assuming that e-commerce conversions will now be together with goals then all as conversions. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Conversion. Yep. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Well, that all sounds good. So there's going to be a little work that needs to be done. As far as that question I had for e-commerce, I'm assuming that Shopify and all the others are working on their Google Analytics integration, their GA4 integrations as we speak. Is that a correct assumption? Yeah. Yeah. So it's important to realize that we just think about how the Google Analytics 3 Universal Analytics has been the past 10 years. There's always been updates, you know, like monthly or quarterly, maybe once a year they do the updates. And then also you take, for instance, like WordPress, you know, like they created those plugins for Google Analytics and made it easier for a lot of uh, small business owners to implement Google Analytics. Instead of putting on the code on every page, they just download a plugin. So I see that as being the same thing as when it comes to these e-commerce sites. They're going to make plugins. That's going to make it easier for Google Analytics 4 to show their data. So again, we just have to give it time, you know, because there's a lot of, there's some features that that are in the old analytics that I would like to have in Google Analytics 4, but they're probably just still working on it. Like the ability to automate reports to be sent to you, they're still they're probably still working on it, <laughs> All right? But, you know, it's like the good thing about it is they, they're using this, this new platform to kind of give you a better overview of the entire customer experience. Like, and more information about the customer, like how often have that you've been to the site, um, tracking visits over time instead of just for one day at a time. So yeah, so I think it's a we just have to wait it out, and I think they're they're going to work on it. So well, I love the optimism there, and with with the smiling, it really <laughs> it really makes me want to believe. Yeah. I'm just curious though. I, I always thought maybe they were doing some things because of these recent, you know, uh, more and more importance uh, related to privacy issues on the internet. I thought maybe that was one of the triggers 
that was behind this redesign of Google Analytics. But what you're saying is that's not the case. It's been 10 years. It's time for a refresh. And let's also take into account what our customers have wanted and make something better. Is that the better way to look at yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I that's what I see it as. It's like just a better way to see your data. They looked at how all we're how we're using Google Analytics, and they probably just said, okay, this is how it should be. It's and it's the thing about it is it's one of those things where it's like who really likes change, you know? Like we have to yeah. we have to change to a new platform, migrate all this other stuff. You know, it's one of those things where after a few months, we're going to realize that this is a better tool to use and I'm getting to know my customer a little bit more. And it's, yeah, you're getting with less effort, less work. But it's one of those things where it's like just getting used to another thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. But I think we also have to remember this isn't Facebook. This isn't Twitter. This is Google. And I think people just have more trust that they're doing the right thing uh, in the organization, right? Uh, than yeah. some of the others. So anyway, I digress a little there. But okay, so I, I you know, when we uh, talked about what what we discuss on this, so those are really the big differences, and hopefully everybody breathes a, a collective sigh of relief. So you said you had some advice on, you know, and you see a lot of businesses waste a lot of time in Google Analytics. So I'm curious as to what advice you can provide them and and us on how we can save more time inside a GA to, to uh, be more effective. Yeah, sure. So uh, most businesses I uh, run into, they go and see their traffic and that's about it. So they see that, hey, we got X amount of visitors a month and we're good to go. Or we got X amount of visitors from uh, social media or Facebook and then we're good to go. But I think a way that a lot of people waste time is that they're just going through all these random reports. And so, for example, I don't know if you're familiar, if you're familiar with secondary dimension, uh, you go to one report and you're looking at uh, your search engine traffic. And then you can say, okay, this search engine traffic, what country did they come from? You can go to five different reports and write down that data. But in reality, there's always a faster way to get to that same data. <laughs> you know, so like within Google Analytics 4 in Google Analytics, you can create the customer report. So you create a report that you want using all these features and then you can automatically log in the next day and you don't have to go through five different steps to recreate the same report. So same thing with like custom audiences. If you if you have a job in mobile marketing and you only care about mobile data, you go into Google Analytics, you set up custom audience, you say, hey, I only want this view of my analytics to show mobile information, mobile traffic from Android, mobile traffic from iPhone. And this traffic should only be viewed from people that are in Texas and New York City for whatever reason. Maybe you have your company has locations there. Instead of going in and doing that, those filtering every time you log in, you can create those custom reports. You can create those custom audiences. So you can just go in and log in. All right. So the message I want to say is like there's always a faster way to get to the, that data that you're trying to find. Cool. So, yeah, I, I honestly don't do anything with custom reports. So that's really great advice. One thing I have found I have one client in particular, and we're really going into, they're on Shopify, really going into the sources of where they're getting their business from. And I realized that the channel grouping that Google provides isn't always that accurate. And sometimes you'll see social media traffic and referrals. So if you go into admin settings, I'm sure you need the custom channel grouping and really you know making it work for them. And that's something that I'd like to throw out there. I know it's not a custom report, but it can really help you better understand the data you, you want to, you know, the way you want to see it. Yeah, I recommend it. Highly recommend it. All right. So 
customer reports, I'm assuming that's going to be available on GA4 as well. We might have to recreate yes. those reports. So you might actually want to get started in GA4 creating them. Um, yes. What about, you know, another thing you want to talk about was this idea of, of data and making better decisions with data. I think, I think marketers have always known this, but I think, you know, these days more and more business owners, leaders are understanding that data really is power when it comes to your business. But, you know, Google Analytics gives us so much data. What, what can we do to make better decisions with that? Oh, yeah. So I would say be intentional about looking at what's going on and making those changes. So sometimes many businesses get in the habit of just looking at the data. Like, hey, we got this, this traffic that's coming in. Great. But at every month, try to make a decision. So if you find out that you have all this traffic going to a page and they're Xing it out, Xing out before they go to your contact page, why not implement some design changes? Why not see where people are actually clicking? So get with the design team, get the get with the web team and maybe change those colors of the call to action buttons, change around the buttons as well. So that's one thing I hope that this new Google Analytics 4 has is like the, the um, kind of feature that shows you where people are clicking at. But yeah, so make those decisions on a monthly basis, maybe even a weekly basis to optimize. So don't forget to optimize. Not just look at the data, but optimize to see how you can get better. So for example, for, for my business, I make sure that when people come to the site, I look at exactly where they drop off. And then I tell myself, you know what? Let me add more content to the site. Let me add more a higher call to action. So instead of them having to scroll all the way down before they click on a button to contact our for our services, how about we put that link a little bit higher? You know, or how about we edit uh, some images so that it's easily seen what we do. So those are all things that you want to consistently do weekly or monthly basis to make sure you're really getting the most out of the data because it gives you so much information. All you got to do is look at it and then take action. Yeah, that's that's really great advice. I love that, you know, weekly, if not if not monthly, of having these iterations of let's set a goal of five data points a month that we're, you know, starting with our money pages or our most important pages. You know, I I will often... You know, I look at the, the site content when things drop off, it might be time for, you know, a revision of the content. Or I often look at the, my social media sources and Twitter has always driven more traffic to my site than any other social media site. So I've been really curious. People are saying, oh, we're, you know, where have all the tweeters gone? And with Elon Musk taking over, people are dropping off. But the traffic is still there. I mean, that's what Google's oh, wow. telling me. So I can sleep at night knowing I don't need to change anything. But, you know, Pinterest has been a little bit different. That's always been my number two. And it's still dropping off, but yet it's still more than LinkedIn and Facebook for me. So these are the kinds of things that every month I have these checkpoints, right? My sanity checks. But this is the thing that every company really needs to have, right? Whatever those important things are for your business. And I think that's a really, really great reminder. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. So Chris, any other sort of Google Analytics uh, GA4 or just in general advice that you'd like to throw out there before we, we end this conversation? Oh, yeah. Just like you mentioned earlier, I would say... Right now is the time to play around with GA4. So right now is like look into events. If you're not, if you haven't used events, if you haven't used goals before, look into it with the old analytics. Get used to these things that are going to change. So like then you're going to be ready next year when it actually changes. So how you just playing around with it, you know? And remember, you can still create an additional profile for Google Analytics 4. That's not going to do anything to your older profile. So you can have both of them at the same time. So in that case, just make sure you are uh, playing around with it, spend an hour a week on it, hour a day even, just to get ready and just to understand it. So that way, 
you can uh, be ready for the change. So there's so many different features and I'm sure everybody will like it. Thank you. That's awesome. I know one person I know freaked out. They're like, well, if I, if I like start the GA4 profile, I don't want to lose any of my current data. Um, so, so thank you for that <laughs> reminder. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really, really important. So, you know, Chris, when I got back from the conference and I was so excited about this and I told one of my clients, I immediately, they're, they're like, well, you know, how do I, like, can I hire him? Will, will he like fly out for training? So I don't know if they ever contacted you, but you know, I gave them your, your URL name and everything. But for okay. those that are listening, maybe they want a little bit of training or handhold. And I know training is part of what you do. I know you also have some books out. You work with, you know, business leaders. I mean, you have a lot going on. So I want to give you the floor to introduce how listeners of this podcast that want to get in touch with you and might want to work with you. What are the services that you offer? And where oh, can thanks. they find you? <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. So the services I provide when it comes to Google Analytics is that we really talk with your team to figure out where you're at when it comes to Google Analytics. And like I said earlier, we do up to three-day sessions on Google Analytics. So some companies, what they decide to do, they say, you know what, let's do eight sessions at two hours each or like six sessions at two hours each. So we have beginner, intermediate, or advanced. So some people decide, you know what, we just need intermediate and advanced. And then we say, you know what, let's do four sessions at three hours each. So pretty flexible based on where your team is currently at. And then we also just added on the whole Google Analytics 4 section as well, and then uh, help with migration and all that. And so you can find uh, the me at chrisinwest.com. And then uh, email just as chris at chrisinwest.com. And then we can definitely help you out. And my book, uh, Digital Marketing for Results, is out. And also Leading in a Virtual World is out as well. But yeah, so I look forward to working with you. Awesome, Chris. We'll put all that in the show notes. Um, thank you so much for, you know, I, I tagged you uh, in that podcast episode I published about my takeaways from Content Marketing World. You know, you were one of the the 11 people I featured. So thank you for like Great reaching summer. out after being tagged. I think that this has been really uh, super educational. I know it's going to help a lot of people, a lot of businesses. And I hope that if they want that uh, training, they reach out to you so, or at least buy your book. So thank you so much, Chris. That's great. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great. All right. I hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. Uh, Chris is just a wealth of knowledge. And if you're looking for Google Analytics help above and beyond Google Analytics 4, I certainly hope that you will reach out to him and include him in your uh, group of experts that you utilize for all of your digital marketing. Well, you know, I gave such a long intro about what I do. I don't think I need to say much in this outro. I wanted to thank you again for joining me. Uh, it is a continuing journey. And with every episode, I try to find a different angle. I try to find a different expert to interview. I do my best to sincerely provide you value. If there is a topic that you want me to cover or someone that you think I should interview, feel free to reach out to me. Go to neilshafer.com, fill out the contact form, email me, neil at neilshafer.com, ping me, tag me, DM me on social media. I am everywhere. Yes, I am on TikTok as well. It is Neil Schaefer Social, if you are curious. I do hope you'll reach out to me. Thank you again for being a loyal listener and a loyal subscriber. This is your digital marketing coach, Neil Schaefer, reminding you to keep your eye on the goal and to be an option. Talk to you next week. Neil Schaefer, signing off. You've been listening to your digital marketing coach. Questions, comments, requests? 
links? Go to podcast.neilshafer.com. Get the show notes to this and 200 plus podcast episodes and neilshafer.com to tap into the 400 plus blog posts that Neil has published to support your business. While you're there, check out Neil's digital first group coaching membership community if you or your business needs a little helping hand. See you next time on Your Digital Marketing Coach.